This week on the Push Wallace podcast, we have to talk about the Queen. And we go on a little bit of a Reels Reach coaching, Instagram, and would you ever film your own exercise library? Three, two, one, God save the Queen. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Ball Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. What's going away? Yeah, obviously not a lot because we're not allowed to do anything because the Queen's died. So <laughs> there's, there's nothing going on. Also, like, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't go at me at that because I'm not allowed to say that anymore now. I have to say God Save the King. No. I, genuinely, away. I genuinely. Straight away, like within, I was sitting watching the news when everything was happening and they like announced that she died. And literally within two seconds, it was like, oh, now it's the king. They, there's no like bedding in period. Didn't even realize it because obviously we haven't been alive. No, well, barely anybody's been alive for a, a, a change of power. That is. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I genuinely don't care enough to pick I was up like, on it. Soon. I just, I just don't. Um... <laughs> Do you know what? I have to say this, this could be me just being completely naive. Probably. But I was very shocked at the response. Very shocked at how many people some of the some of the stuff they were saying and things they were talking about and and just how many people expressing their their like love for the queen and like their how they feel I've I saw some things like people saying oh I feel like a piece of my heart is gone and I'm like okay um like my life will never be the same again and I'm like mm, won't it <laughs> um and yeah and, and like I I was um I'll probably get a bit of stick for it. I, I didn't really post on social media at all because it, again, there's a there's a huge amount of respect for when someone dies, obviously someone that big and all this sort of stuff. But yeah. um I I genuinely was quite surprised. Um like I to the point where on the evening of the of of the of when it happened, me and Laura were were just we were just um chatting about it and we we just burst out laughing because because Laura said to me, um, oh, so they're gonna have to um so what's gonna happen to the national anthem now then? And I was like, Well, they'll just it's just going to be God save the king. And she said, she said, oh, they, but what about the other lyrics? And I said, it's not a rap. I was like, what are you on about? And anyway, I just burst out laughing. Anyway, I posted on my story and I realized, I was like, it's not about the queen that's the funny. It's funny because I said it's not a rap and it's about lyrics. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm going to delete it because I was like, it's just not the time or place. And I was like, you know, some people have since then have made some, some funny jokes and stuff like this about the royal family, not about the queen necessarily. Um, but I, I didn't want to make any, any jokes or anything about it. I just don't think it's, it's right because obviously she um, she was important to the country, apparently, um, and, and did all these things. But I, I genuinely didn't... Spot the get, royalists. <laughs> yeah, I genuinely didn't understand how many people... And, and of our generation, like I understand the older people who've maybe grown up with her and a lot, of, a lot of people who maybe went through the war with her and who were that old. I completely get it. But it's the way that I had some people who are our generation saying that they felt like... I, I saw some words thrown around and again, correct me if I'm wrong and, and tell me if I'm speaking out of turn. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, a, like I said, I'm not into the rules in any way, shape or form, but I'm also not against them really. Yeah. yeah. But some people our age being like a true inspiration to our generation. And I couldn't help but think, why? What, what, what has she done that's inspiring other than in, in my eyes, like live her life, right? Like, and then, yeah, she served her country and all this sort of stuff. But again, I was talking to Laura about this. And, and again, it's my naivety. I don't know what the royals do. I don't know their job yeah. and their role and everything like this, right? But 
I think my life's been influenced more by prime ministers and parliament because they set laws and rules. And yes, she oversees that, but she doesn't actually, in my opinion, I didn't think that the royals actually influenced many people's lives on a daily basis anymore, you know, like like they used to. And, and being in Dubai now, it's interesting because obviously the king here does actually, because he's the prime minister and, the, you know, makes all the decisions. But yeah. I, I, like I said, I was, I was just quite surprised. Um well, I guess of, it's especially people our generation. It's, it's a strange one as well because, like, so I I'll come at it from a slightly different point of view because obviously it totally changes from person to person. I wouldn't yeah. say I'm a royalist, and I'd say like I'm very practical in the way that I'm like, all right, they're fantastic for uh, basically bringing in money into our country because they are the most traditional royal family. They are the royal mm. family essentially. Everybody that she is, it's the queen. Like it's mm. literally it. It's like, if you know what that means, it's not the the queen of like Denmark. It's not that. It's like, yeah. she's the queen. So I, I kind of was a little bit like, I uh, was a little bit like winded when uh, when the news got announced. I didn't expect me to feel like like, like that, mm. considering I'm like, I'm not a royalist. I'm like, meh, that's fine. I don't particularly, obviously there's a lot of stupid crap and with the royals and I'm just like, some of them are absolute balance. Maybe because she held herself and was kind of squeaky clean um, mm. in terms of how she portrayed and gave her life to the country. Um, because you got to think like, yeah, she lived her life, but she didn't actually live her life if you get what i mean like me and you can just swan off to italy for five days or seven days go play golf that's 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 not doable like in terms mm. of i get it, it's like oh you're a princess you're a queen you get all this cool it's a, but they, they, it's not a normal kind of life obviously that's what harry's trying to go off and do right but he's clearly a moron uh well his wife is um and i was a little bit like Fuck! I didn't expect it to have an effect on me, but I was like, you know what? I was re I was pretty sad. I was I don't know why, and I couldn't describe it. It's not like mm. I knew her. I'd never met the woman. Um, mm. I was like, I know people who have, and I've heard all I've ever heard from people is good stories as well. Like that's the only thing who who are people who have met her. There's never been gone a uh, bit of a dick. Like in terms of like, I know people who have met Charles who've gone like, not. I didn't really get on with it. I, I thought he was, he's mm. incredibly witty, blah, blah, blah. There's people who have like met uh, Harry and been like, mm, it's fine. So I've met Harry. He, I toured him around fucking third space because yeah. uh, Soho closed. And I was like, here it is. Um, Cause he used to be a member, right? I'm not going to say that way. Um, Too late now. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, it was like, I, I, was I, 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 I don't know. I just, I, part of me is a bit more, ah, uh, like just some of the stuff I saw was a bit, I just felt it was a bit much, and I, and I, and that totally and that agree. made yeah. and that made me feel a little bit like I wanted to go more the other way, which is bad. Like and again, it's nothing against the Queen as her as a person, more yeah. the monarchy in general. Because there's and still there's still the, the case of it. so the proclamation they did on Saturday, they still have to relieve power. That's still a mm. thing. He has to. He literally had to say, "I relieve everything over to uh, like democracy and the state of my government will run my things." And blah blah blah. There could mm. be a case of like a king going, "Nah, I'm I'm on this now. Let me have a go." Yeah. No. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck Liz Truss. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. There could be. There could that's be that. A case and of 
like it's, and she's built up um certain things like the the weird thing uh i always think is probably the the biggest pride and joy is probably in terms of like global importance is the commonwealth which is a strange thing really because it is literally the british empire um and they have to remember that we conquered or took over a lot of these countries but now it's it's gotten to the stage where old colonies of like france and stuff are joining the commonwealth because it's become a good kind of networking base to be mm. i think that's hopefully in terms of people going that'll be the kind of legacy and giving perhaps a chance of all the kind of there's because obviously in africa right there's there's english colonies french colonies german colonies that all colonize certain places and they're actually jumping into what is formerly like the british mm. empire but is now the commonwealth which is a good thing but there's obviously some people some countries that have gone fuck you i don't want to do it is it is it Jamaica or Barbados? Uh, most recently, who have just gone? No, nah, yeah. you're not. You're not ahead of my state. Like, get out. Which is fine. And I think that will happen more. I think because currently there's still. I think I might be totally way off on this. I think there's only 14. I think that will dip below like 10 mm. uh, by the end of uh, Charles's reign of how many people want to not have yeah. the king as the head of state. But it's an interesting one because I think yeah, I think they do. Yes, there's crappy tabloid stories, but the, also the tabloids and the royal family are symbiotic. They cannot live without each other because we wouldn't mm. know what they fucking do if the tabloids didn't exist, and the tabloids would have nothing to write about if the royal family didn't exist. Yeah, and it's this like, is this is part of the, this is part of my thing with it when I was looking at it, and I was just like, again, because I don't read tabloids, I don't get, I just don't care. Um, <laughs> and, and and again, I had this discussion, and I was trying to 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 talk to people about it, and obviously some people didn't want to talk about it. I I, I just don't get what they do. Uh, like other than wave and turn up to events and for charities and, and things. And, and, and when people were talking about being an inspiration, I was kind of a bit like, I was drawn to thinking about someone like princess Diana, for example, who was walking minefields, clearing mines out in Africa and doing, doing work like that. And that's inspiring or something like that. And I, and I was yeah. said, to, said to Laura, I said, what would be more inspiring is if she sold the crown jewels and tried to solve world hunger in Africa. That would be more inspiring. I right? thought you were then the way you said that, it was like you're going to solve a murder or solve, solve a murder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and I just think it's a bit of a, again, like it's, it's a bit, and not just, this isn't, again, this isn't about the, the queen as in the person. I, did, I want to make that very, very clear. I mean, the monarchy in general, right. <laughs> is it's like, yes, they, they live this life, as you said, and they kind of have to live their life. But they're also sitting there on a chair that costs a, at least a billion pounds with a <laughs> crown on their head that also costs 500 million, you know. And I just feel a little bit like, I mean, again, the way the country is, I just don't think that I didn't think that it would be as much of a big thing. And then obviously you get the fallout of that where all the, well, look at what you could do with all this wealth and look what you could solve and look at all these things that you know, are created Correct, yeah. because of the monarchy and stuff like that. And, and that is the bit that unfortunately I, I look at in more depth then because I'm like, well, actually that's more in line with, again, the way the world is right now. But, but anyway, I just, I genuinely was surprised. I, I didn't think there would be five mile queues to, to see the, the coffee. So I just didn't, I, I want to, I do want to go, uh, go see everything. Yeah. I, I, so I don't just like I don't feel like in any way before yeah. being here, I'm missing out on anything. I genuinely don't like, and I'm if it, at the if news it turns like, around hey, like it's oh. like oh, it, there's going to be like yeah, thirty hours of queues. I'm be like nope. I'm willing to do three to four. I think I'll, yeah, I'll I just, quite happily, not quite happily. But and and I'll be like, another oh, thing as well, it. I saw that I saw which I thought was again a very interesting point, and again the one I want to finish on this point was Andrew Marr did a piece, and he did a piece, and he was just like. 
the modern plague of this day and age is that everyone was there filming it on their phones. Yeah. And part of Correct. me is like, right, if you do want to be there to pay your respects, oh. be there, be there. Don't get your phone out. But this is my point is that people are doing it to say that they did it, not to pay their respects. I don't, again, there will be some that are paying their respects, but Andrew Marr made a great point And it was like, these people should be there paying their respects and they've got their phones out recording it. And he was like, there's more people with phones out recording it than there are not. And he's like, at what point, and my point of it is at what point are you doing it from an ego thing to say, I was there at the Queen's coffin thing. I was there at the funeral. You're not doing it to pay your respects. You're doing it to look better in front of other people. In my opinion, you're not doing it to look back at that video. Because that was the- I think if you're going to pay your respects, you pay your respects and you do it properly. The proclamation was like, I hated it as well because I was watching that on Saturday morning. And it was obviously the first ever time this has been televised. Never happened before, is it? Like, no, at all. So they were like, shit, what do we do? (laughs) This is weird. Um, Because normally, when back in the day, when a new king or queen, literally they paid people to come in and they would tell them that there was a new king. And those people had to go to their like town criers and then they would go tell more people and tell more people. And that's how word spread around. There wasn't like, you don't think in the 1600s, like that they were doing it and just, oh yeah, they all got their phones out and put it on TV. It's not actually how it happened, did it? So this was like, shit, this is the first time it's actually on TV. And so, of the proclamation they had to take the window out as well what really annoyed me is in james's palace that whomever designed it um the windows weren't like symmetrical in terms of where it was it was off center really mm. fucked me off i was just like <laughs> what have they done yeah. <laughs> i was like this oh, is awful yeah. and then oh, they yeah. took a window out to vote to get out but then that was still the same the bbc had to pan up to take out all the crowd that was in there. Because obviously this was the case of like something I'd never seen as well. It was the King's Guard now, used to be the Queen's Guard. Um, the King's Guard, they actually like they took their hats off and then did hip hip hooray for the king or free cheers for the king. Never seen them take their hats off ever. That was quite cool. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really matter. You, you just saw me too. I literally took my hat off in front of Dan. He, he didn't like it at all. Um, hair's too fluffy today. But yeah, yeah it was quite, I, It was literally every single person was filming it on their phone. And I was just like, I hate it at gigs, right? So yeah, in my youth, I've been to, I'm going to go hundreds, if not, yeah, five, 600 gigs, right? And I hate it when people f- like film it. I, do you know what? Just I don't I, be there. Yeah, I don't even, I don't mind a photo. Like, I'm all for a photo. Yeah, I don't mind. You're there, like, you know, take a picture. But it's the way that you're filming it, but then you're looking at your phone as you're filming it. I'm like, it's there. I'm looking at the it's people. And it's like, yeah. And, um, it's like, yeah, if you wanted to watch it on a screen, go watch, go home and go watch it on TV. The people and, that like, wanted to be there. Because the, the thing I was thinking, I was just like, you know who are filming this? The BBC. Yeah. Fucking. Do you think in... they might get a better picture than you. Like, <laughs> you're not, again, this is the thing. So this is my point is you're not watching it back. You're posting it on social media to say you're there, to say you did it. And again, it's an ego thing. I don't care what anyone says. You can convince me otherwise, but that's what it is. Because all these events, like I said, are filmed. And you would, if I wanted to watch that back, I'd watch the BBC footage, right? I would, it's the yeah, same I'm with, like, no, I'm going to watch. Uh... It's, it's <laughs> like when you see the golfers. Like you see all the golfers like behind the tee box doing it. And, and again, I'm fine. Take a picture of the guy. You might want to see one swing of his. Yeah, okay, that's great. But every Every single one, every single time. Like, <laughs> come on, just be there, just enjoy it. And uh, yeah, they, and, and that's, I mean, look, I, I'm, you know, we, we were the same on holiday, really. We didn't get, there wasn't loads of pictures of holidays. We were just enjoying it. It's just like, I don't really care much. Like, I just want to be there. Fuck me, yeah. It, it was, no. and that's the one thing for me that I was, I was in agreement with Andrew Myers. Like, it's such a plague on society, that whole thing. It, it annoys me. But again, it comes from the era that we live in, which is, I'm better than you. I was there. I did it. And, and <laughs> I'm going to say that I was there. And I don't think, men, like, I, like I said, if you're there to pay your respects, pay your respects. But um, like I said, I, I just think that it's, it's highlights, unfortunately, highlights some things that are wrong with, with the country. But 
it's, it's um, highlighted uh, King Charles's uh, fingers again. Sausage Ooh. fingers, yeah. The old those massive fingers. fucking oh, Cumberlands. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And I have to yeah, say those... as well, I just want to say the other thing that I really liked was when that guy shouted out to Prince Andrew because he deserved it, but not yeah. at the right time. Didn't do it at the right time, but I do like to see him getting some uh, some some heckling, some stick. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, he's a he questionable it. human being. And William forced him to step down, didn't he? William was like fucking step down apparently did he like, yeah apparently uh, William was like you're gonna be nowhere near what we do from this day forward yeah um, good. yeah which is good right William yeah, actually yeah. sounds like a okay guy uh, head of the FA um yeah. bit on anyway very strange yeah, yeah um and yeah, uh Dan's interested on my thoughts of uh the rings of power obviously have you been watching it what man I didn't even watch the, <laughs> I didn't even watch the films of this stuff I'm not gonna watch the spin-offs uh, it's the most expensive too much TV time show in history. Too much time on your hands. I'm telling you now, one right, billion that. dollars it costs. What a waste of money that, that was. Um, what a waste of money. It's I, it hasn't got great reviews, but it's interesting though. Um, it's I, I enjoyed it. If you like Lord of the Rings, my take on it. You saw my post. Why is everybody in Middle Earth English? Interesting. I like it. It's quite cool. But um, obviously, all the uh, <laughs> all the stupid kind of characters all got northern accents um, yeah that makes sense it's, it's, <laughs> hey at least it's like then absolutely yeah. spot on um, <laughs> but then all the orcs have got these like these kind of cockney accent which is yeah fair enough um they're all like murderers um <laughs> talking about the craze fuck me people getting wound up um yeah. they're oh right, mate yeah geezer um, and then, yeah, uh, the elves have got the best spoken English I've ever heard. It was kind of like, I bet it did take uh, my, like, I was like, shit, I'm not used to watching something so, like, eloquent in terms of how people speak. It was like watching Shakespeare. I was like, oh, gee, I have to really pay attention for what they're saying. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. It's not what I need at, like, 10 o'clock at night. Um, but, yeah, I'm enjoying it. And we're, we're I haven't been, uh, we'll do we'll do reviews um, based off when all of these finish and I've watched them all. Because, uh, obviously, Andor comes out soon, Dan. Star Wars. Um, that is in that is into Rogue One territory. That is that'll be fun. Cassian Andor. It's uh, he was a kind of smuggler smuggler kind of uh, person in uh, in Rogue One. That is obviously between three and four, my friend. Um, that was a legitimately good film, and uh, I haven't been watching the Game of Thrones thing. The uh, yet because i'm annoyed that uh they're doing it weekly i can't do every single show weekly i've got to have one that i can just binge like uh stranger things but yeah you didn't watch stranger things either did you no you lose don't watch tv mate to be fair no, you don't do you? yeah yeah he opened with the line my tv is not working and i'm really fucked up <laughs> it's just classic just only falls and horses 24-7 in Dan's house. So that's all it needs. In between us at the moment is. In between, in between us, mate. Nice. Yeah, quite like that. I, I'm I'm very much a creature of habit, like I said. Um, you know, with your uh, yeah, you're watching, instead of instead of be a funny before. thing, isn't it? When you're like you're like mm. 80 and you're still watching that, like oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> really. I think, like, I no, think... TV was best then. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. Um, no, but if if you do have any suggestions for good Netflix or or Amazon Prime or any series, we, me and Laura do need one to free, watch. Mate. But I'm not going to watch it. No, because they're shit ones, Tom. No, you know, not. I'm not Stranger good. Things. Are you joking? <sighs> you you'd actually get to know what right. like do you know half what? the music on on the reels are, mate. Now, if you actually <sighs> watched yeah, it. Good point. <laughs> the, thing I, the thing I don't like about things like that was like, I did this, I did the same thing. Real. 
I did, yeah, that's that. I don't like that. <laughs> but also is that I've got this real thing against like real popular stuff. You know, when it was really popular, I kind of no. went against it. Like, you know when um you know when Breaking Bad was really popular, I was like not watching it, not watching it because everyone was talking about Breaking Bad. And I watched it about two years after, and I was like, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> like, oh, actually pretty good. I don't like watching it at the same time everyone else does. So if anyone's got a series that's was popular or isn't popular, but should be. Let me know. I'll, I'll get all over it. Put that but, perspective. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure. Like when we first started being friends, you probably gave me shit for playing golf. And look at you now. So yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like um, cricket's a real sport, mate. I'm like right, right, yeah. nah, golf's a real sport now, mate. Don't worry about that. It's just a sign I'm getting old. That playing golf. You were old before your time, mate. You see. Oh like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been there for a while. <laughs> yeah. I, I lean into it. That's why I, that's why I dress how I dress to look. Young but the other thing cool. as well, because we were watching, because um, Ozark had a new series out the other day, which we watched. Mm-hmm. But I, it was almost been too long since I watched it. Like, I can't get back into it now. I watched it. I, was, I don't even know the character. It. Who's died? Who's he again? I was like, oh, I can't bother to watch it again. So I just didn't bother. <laughs> so yeah, that's the story of my my TV viewing. I just rather watch them like in between us, which I know is easy to watch. I know what's happened, and it's easy. Just you know, brain brainless watching. We'll have brainless to think watching. About it. Yeah. Um, what did we watch today? We watched the uh, the most hated man on the internet. Um, it's not that great, to be fair. Um, it's about um, Hunter Moore. He was a guy who created a website that basically people used to upload revenge porn on um, anonymously, and all that, but only no, it linked. So they did it anonymously, but then linked to people's Facebooks and stuff like that. Anyway, this um, he got tracked down and put in prison and stuff like that. But again, that was it, it was trending on Netflix. You know, you get the stuff trending for some reason. But yeah, it wasn't very good. But yes, that's what that's what annoys me. See, when you watch something that's trending, you're like, "Well, that was a bit of shit." I'm like, oh, <laughs> "Like, that's why I get really annoyed." And oh, everyone's watching it. Um, last thing I watched that was trending that was good was Squid Games. Which was that's only because it was yeah. gory and different. It wasn't actually an amazing story. Like you knew it was going to happen. No, it was just like, but, yeah, like yeah. It was these games weren't. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think you'd, I don't know. I, I I don't know what you'd like. Well, Tiger nice, King was so. good as well in the uh, lockdown. Remember that? I think oh, that was good God. because we were in lockdown. I feel like <laughs> no, Tiger <laughs> King was no amazing. culture whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. And we're just like, yeah, this will be good. This crazy uh, gay guy who's uh, obviously loves tigers and uh, yeah, trying to yeah. kill some other person from uh, the other side of the country. Like you said, yeah. only in lockdown would that have taken off the way. It did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, shall we? Uh, we spent twenty minutes not talking about anything fitness. Um, there you go. So I got we got two topics that we should talk about. Let's let's give ourselves a ten minute time cap on both. Um, mm. I know it's a bit, but it just rounds it to a nice forty minute, doesn't it? And I'm pretty sure I I go for the timer. Um, what should we talk about first? Um, so the two topics are um, reels and reach. Um, oh, what yes. myself and Dan talked about pre-show just because I, I I tried an experiment and it worked but then Dan also was like oh is it, is it, is it good um, and I was like yeah obviously I know what you mean Dan I just wanted to see what would happen um, and sure. then yeah um, exercise libraries yes or no basically we're going to get our opinions as uh, as I'm now a fully fledged online coach Dan um, I'm joking I'm a hybrid coach hybrid but I don't have a home, so you're you're all online, so you'll have better opinion than me, obviously. Mm. It, considering those TV show opinions, I'm not. I'm, I might switch off and just talk to <laughs> <laughs> do the rest of the show myself. All right. Um, mm. Okay, reels. So I did an experiment. Um, obviously, Dan can talk about the the science because he talks about this to his uh, 
mentees, coaches, I don't know. Don't know what mm. you call them. People coaches, who yeah. un- unfortunately have to listen to Dan for, for, yeah. for money. Um, it's, more like, it's more like it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I did a thing. I did a thing. I noticed uh, over the last maybe three, four weeks. So some of my reels, t- my, my previously my reels would tend to hit like, obviously this is new accounts. Okay. So I'm looking at just like, yeah, they're, they're probably going to hit some of my followers, probably not all of them, but I'm just like the reels you use for reach into other accounts and possibly getting, you just uh, introducing an idea you're not doing like hard hitting content right it's not big call Mm. to actions don't do them on reels because that's pointless because they don't even know the fuck you are yet okay um so it's just just to see if what reach would happen so like previously three or four weeks ago probably my reels averaged like three four five thousand like views let's say that and then i noticed a big plummet i hadn't changed anything massively i thought i changed doing more kind of standing up kind of talky style um and like, well, not talk, stand up. I have a little view off here. I've actually got my like, like and stuff like linked onto a kettlebell because it was the only thing I could look onto. Um, Smooth. As fitness, that is. Um, and I, I got bored of the view of this view that Dan's looking at now. And I could look at my little, uh, like, you want to look at Darth Maul bobblehead, don't you? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and then I noticed they plummeted, not plummeted, they went down but probably more fo- just followers were looking at them, like kind of the four, five, six, seven hundred kind of views. But I guess if you put that in perspective, if 700 people actually watched something of yours, you'd be like, cool, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then, so I, I saw a, a post by somebody who was like, oh yeah, I decided to just play around with when to post um, yesterday. And he was like, I posted at midnight and yeah, I got more reach. So I did the exact same thing. I like, put it saved it in drafts um and i was like fuck it i'm not going to post whenever because on insights you can see when people your followers are meant to be more active um but it tends to drop off after nine o'clock it goes down a bit um so i was like all right fuck it i'm gonna post it at like half 11 when i go like when i'm in bed i was like bum bum post and then i woke up straight over ten thousand like apparently 10,000 views or it hit 10,000 accounts, which was an mm. interesting thing. Um, obviously we have fucking no idea, but all we can do is kind of like play around with the algorithm hates me or just kind of try to adapt to depending on what it is. All I was doing was try a little experiment just to see whether that could get a little bit more reach. It's absolutely fine. Obviously other content would be more plausible to possibly talking to coaches and getting kind of, I don't know, people who want coaching and all that kind of fun stuff, but it was just to see more accounts. It didn't necessarily got a lot more likes, but it definitely got more, a lot more views that probably would account for my face. And what I was saying, Um, my, my theory, my theory here is at any one time in the world, there are X number of people posting reels. And at any one number of time, there are only a certain amount of views that those reels are going to get. And those number of views will be divided by the number of reels there are available based on how good they are. My theory is that if you post at midnight, there are less people posting reels, but yet the same amount of total views per hour, per minute, whatever you want to call it, would be the same. So you have a larger pool of available views distributed between less videos. That's my theory with that. Um, And that's why I think I've heard people say, don't always post when it's popular times because that's when everyone else posts. Don't have to post it like that. You know, if everyone posts at 7 p.m., for example, when people think that people are more active, yeah, but you're also competing with more people posting more, more reels at that time. So that's that's something to, to consider. I think as well, 
other things that people will consider, and the thing that I think may, may, may have hindered you more recently is that when you naturally talk more sales in general on your on your posts, on your page, people will turn off a bit quicker. Um, they will know that you're edging towards a sale, towards something, and they'll just swipe away and they're not interested in it, which is fine. It's not a problem. It's going, it's going to happen. So I think that could be something that's happened with, with you. But it's it definitely with Reels, people are, are looking at it the wrong way. Um, and... I know people that have been like, oh, my real bombed. It only got a thousand people. Number one, if a thousand people stood in front of you on a stage, you'd crap your pants. Number one. <laughs> number two is that, yeah, you can get 10,000, 20,000 views. But then I've also had people get 10,000, 20,000 views on a reel. Some of my coaches then complain that the likes were from people who are from like India and Pakistan and, you know, yeah. Philippines, and they're never going to buy from them. And they don't know what they're, they're liking. They're just liking it for the sake of it because they've seen it. I'm like, well, exactly that. So, so then what do you want then? Do you want more views or do you want the views to be the right people? And coaches will always, you know, they'll always you know, never be happy. They always want, you know, whatever they haven't got. But I, I think that what is better for your reels is a more consistent amount of views each time you post one. Because I think it shows that it's posting it to the relevant people and the relevant amount of them are liking it and commenting and all this sort of stuff. So when I look at mine, for example... If I was to look at my reels from the past, um, and obviously we post like our YouTube clips, right? So yeah. um, a little bit different to what most people post at the moment. But if I look at ours, I'm looking at consistently, we've got one there, 2,000, 3,000, 13,000, 4,000, 8,000, five and a half, two and a half, two and a half, 2,008, 3,000, 4,000, all around a similar ballpark. Because there's no 100,000, there's no 80,000, but likewise, there's no like 100, 200. I think you're better off having a consistent amount like that. I think it shows that what you're posting is relevant, useful. People are liking it. People are watching it. Um, and some of our spoof ones go a little bit further and, and do a little bit better. Um, any ones that we've ever done where it's like, you know, link in bio or, you know, we're doing this or whatever, definitely lower on, on the likes and the views. But we also don't post at certain times. We'll just post it whenever. Me and Mike will always just post it like 10 a.m., 11 a.m., like 3 p.m. Mainly because as well, if we're looking at coaches, they, they are on at other times than, than most people. Yeah. But I genuinely don't think it matters as much anymore with timing, um, with, with things like reels. I think if they're good, they'll get found by the right people again. Yeah, correct. Because like... Put in from the right people. Because remember like when we were away, right? Because I took the piss out of fucking Lewandowski. I posted that reel about two weeks ago. And then it yeah. blew up again. What blew up? Yeah, it started getting about 100 likes randomly and comments when we were away. Yeah. And I was like, this is weird. We just don't know why they push it. Mm. It's just like, and, all right. But... And, and that's the thing is you won't know. And all it takes is one person to share it or, or something like that. Um, yeah. But interestingly, we had um, Graham, uh, a guy called Graham Hurst, who he's the, uh, on Instagram, he is at Graphics for Coaches. And he does social media graphics stuff. And he said that people think that carousels are dead. People think that all these other posts yeah, are maybe. dead. And he's like, everyone is posting reels, right? So if everyone's posting reels, you could be the exception and you could be someone different. And again, I posted a couple of carousels recently and, and they've gone really well, like, cause they're valuable, they're useful. They're actually stuff people want to know. Um, and I think that people are looking too much. Again, the pendulum always swings too far, but the reels are, you know, people are posting too many of them. And some people as well, when they say they're, they're, they're reels bomb, I'm like, okay, well, you're expecting it to go far, number one. So don't expect it to go far. Like what's bombing? Like you need to redefine that. But also consider that your reels are just shit. Like that's also the other thing to consider, right? And I post some reels sometimes. Well, that's not very good. It's not, the content's not as amazing. It's not really going to catch people as much. Lo and behold, they're yeah. always the ones that do lower on reach. 
There always are. Like, because not every single reel can be a smash hit. It can't be every single bit of content you post is viral, is amazing, is opinionated, is funny, is all these things. You have to post stuff sometimes that is informative, that is a call to action, that is a transformation. Because you have to have the collection of content. You can't just yeah. post reels. It's like when people used to just post infographs. You used to get loads of followers. And if you see clients <laughs> from doing yeah. it, you used to get, you ever get any clients from it. Yeah, that's the case. Same, like, same I, with I, reels. A few, a few of those because I just posted two uppers videos because obviously I, I put two like testimonials up uh, last week. And I was just like, fuck it. I just want to put two. I like got a bunch about eight or nine like in one week because uh, mm -hmm. shock I asked my clients for testimonials. And then I was just like editing. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to put two up this week just to, just to pad out in terms of putting a few more testimonials at the top of my page um, or anything else. And yeah, I do, do normally put social proof on like a, I do like a Friday or a Saturday um usually and i was just like oh they're a little bit different talking heads stuff like that but obviously mm -hmm. the views weren't high whatever but that's more the powerful content right so that's and, and that's also the content as well that if someone's going on your page tom and they want to think about signing you as a coach they're going to scroll down and find it they're going to look for that stuff yep. and this is my big thing with people who just focus on reels is that i get a lot of people who i've seen them before and they get their reels they got twenty thousand views on their reels but you go down their page and i can't see a single person they've ever worked with i can't see any any proof that they're a coach that actually gets results and again it is it's having the blend of all this stuff um that i think is important and and, and i've heard people say like oh talking head videos don't work anymore oh reels aren't working anymore I'm, oh, shut up your message is shit that's the real that's the reality of it um and, and and you know they're relying on a tactic like like reels and, and hoping that it goes viral it's like no that's just not going to work like that's not how to play the game with this um and you know, quality always shines through. In my opinion, in my opinion, it does. Quality always always comes through and shines through. And you know, like I said, you may only get you know five hundred views on a reel that is a more testimonial, but there are probably five hundred people that are actually interested in what you're doing. So that's pretty good, as opposed to five thousand of just a shitty little voiceover of a fucking song. I don't get those reels. I don't get what people like what these people think is adding to people's lives. Because I did never watch one of those and gone, oh my God, I must follow this person. <laughs> never in my life, ever. But hey, you do you. Like, do whatever you feel yeah, is, yeah. is right. But a lot of coaches rely on their old lip syncing and stuff because of that reason. Though. It's like, oh, it's going viral. It's going to get popular. It's like, and those are views. Oh, great. I don't think it's going to translate into much for you, to be honest. Um, no. But, you know, it, it, like I say, it is what it is. Um, people are playing yeah. the game and play the All game that. you know yeah I, 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 people can look at my this is this look at this dan oh, this is what i use my board for um i have my what i what i want my my content to be week oh day by yeah day. there you that's, go that's that's my my plan if anybody wants to know it is uh as you probably saw yesterday was a have you post um have you done this do you do this blah 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 mm. blah blah and then normally today is a uh against video um, against shit I don't like. Um, yeah. So a polarizing one, basically, to make people yeah. be annoyed by me. Um, and then, yeah, a classic struggle. Struggle to a call to action. Um, and then Thursdays is normally like a carousel or like Twitter kind of thing, probably talking about what I talked about the day before. Or sometimes mm. if I can be bothered to uh, do a podcast one. Um, but it requires a little bit more like 
annoyance of me editing shit i'm like oh this is annoying no creativeness in this um and then fridays yeah social proofs and stuff like that uh fridays and saturdays is social proofs and just dicking about one of me dicking about uh more than likely uh you do love dicking yeah, about. Th- those those uh, i feel like some people have either too much of that or none of it whatsoever and what you were talking about personality putting your personality across dan never puts like salesy ones up really uh, apart from testimonials and what his clients are doing, they'll never be like, sign up straight away, look now. Mm. And you'll probably notice that most of Dan's stories are literally just like, lol, here's a dog doing a turd. Um, it'll be more like that. So, yeah, but but again, look, there's, there's, <laughs> again, there's, there's, so there's reasons for yeah. doing certain things and the way it is. And again, like I always say this to, to my, to my clients, don't copy me, don't do what I'm doing. I'm at a different stage to where you are. I'm at a different position and all this sort of stuff. Like, I know I say to my clients, you should be posting 10, 15 stories a day. And they're like, well, you only posted two yesterday. I'm like, I don't need clients, like cool. you need clients. So <laughs> yeah. go put yourself out there, mate. <laughs> and, I, and I also say this all the time. I said, I sit there and on the call with them. I say, okay, so what do you know about me? Said so, reel off some things you know about me. I like eggs. I've got two dogs. Got a wife. I've got a kid. I live in Dubai. I do this sort of stuff. It said, I know nothing about you. I'm like, I know nothing about you. I, I followed you. I followed your Instagram now for eight weeks. I know nothing about you. Have you got a girlfriend? Have you got a boyfriend? You got a dog? Family? Countryside? City? Where do you live? Don't no idea. I said, so don't you think you think I only post a couple of of, of of this stuff? But I've been doing it for that long, and you followed me for that long yeah. that you have made this connection. I'm like this is what we need to get you to in a position where you can do that. I said, but you haven't posted any of it. I said, I don't know anything about you. And and I think that again, people look at it in, in a different way. They see someone else doing loads of reels, but what they don't know is they could be in a phase where they're just trying to grow their following and they don't need any clients. Do you know? And I saw someone the other day. It was a mentor, and it and it really got to me a little bit. And he posted a video that basically said you should have launches for intakes of one-to-one coaching. You shouldn't make your one-to-one coaching available year round because it doesn't look exclusive. Like, you know, you need to make it like when Apple launch a phone, you know, they make it a big thing and you launch it, you buy the phone when once it's launched or whatever, right? And he basically said, now you should have intakes of your one-to-one coaching to make it seem exclusive. He posts every single week that he's got spaces for his one-to-one coaching mentoring. And I'm sat there like, Oh my god! Like hypocritical. So you know, like, and, and all, like, he just ain't intake. He only knows how to on click his onboarding button on a Monday. That's it. Well, yeah. Like I was just like, so I'm looking at it, going, okay. So on the one hand, like I've just said, like don't copy what I do. But likewise, on that one, I'm kind of looking at it, and going, yeah. But there's also a point to this where it's like, look at what they're doing and go, well, actually, do you know what? Like maybe I should do intakes. Well, ask the question then. Why doesn't that person do intakes? Ask that question then, right? Um, because that that to me is shit advice. Whereas I would tell my clients. You should be doing CTAs quite regularly because you can take on clients. You do need yeah. clients. You do want clients, right? And I just find it baffling that people are so scared to tell people they've got spaces. <laughs> like, just tell people. Like, how are they supposed to sign up with you otherwise? Um, so yeah, it's, and look, you get so much of this conflicting advice, which is exactly what you know. I suppose from from our point of view, my clients get that element of each every person is different. Some of them do do intakes because that's how they prefer doing it or whatever. Um, but they're also a different point where they've got 30, 40 clients already. So they can be a bit more selective with that. They can go through phases like that. And um, and yeah, I just think people get too lost in the whole, well, so and so is posting reels every day and they're posting two a day. And Gary V said I should post eight times a day. And it's not oh, Gary V can, he's got a team doing it for him. Like, you know, it's again trying to figure out where you fit on the on the spectrum of all this sort of stuff. And I just think too many online coaches are focusing solely on reels and not thinking about other value that they're providing in their opinions and their sales and all those sorts of things on their, on their page. Cause a lot of them doesn't look like they work with any people to me. 
doesn't look like they work with other why people. Would you? Like, why would you? Yeah, why would you post your client results and show people how good you are, what your job? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> crazy idea. There you go. All right, next topic. Online coaching still, obviously. Um, well, just coaching in general, really, because everybody probably, hopefully, everybody writes programs every now and again. Um, but obviously, there's there's something that uh, we have to be able to coach in a certain way. And obviously, the necessity for an online coach is being able to do a demonstration not too fantastic it's where we rely on youtube or a photo library you probably just don't want a photo of it just hold no. that iso uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um yeah then do like video libraries okay so exercise libraries i know when we did when we did pt pt uh coaching pt mentoring whatever it's called um there was a couple in there that were like oh yeah i really want to go and do my own library because it looks so much better when like the client has me demonstrating it and I was just like, no, it doesn't. They don't care. hundred percent. They couldn't give a shit. They yeah. could not give a shit. And it's totally up to you on your branding. That's what you care about. That's not, you don't care about the client like value or blah, 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 blah. And mm. yeah, that's, that's the case. And I guess we can, we can come from different perspectives of this because, uh, I've actually been through a process of creating a little bit of a video library, but that was for an educational course. And I dumped about two to 300 exercises, filmed them, coached them, did loads of different things and blah, 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 blah. So I've got that in in the locker anyway, but that was mm. for a different purpose. And I was like, shit, we can repurpose this. This is absolutely fine. Um, and the other thing I do, um, so there's two things that I, I will tend to try and find something on YouTube or blah, blah. There's a few trusted, Dan's giving me another one. Uh, but obviously the athletic-based movement for me is something that I have to find which is correct and it can be done badly. And I'm like, that doesn't look right. Um, I don't want somebody to watch that and that's what they kind of replicate. If that's the case, I will just go and do it myself. So I spent like two hours on Saturday. I had a list of shit that I wanted filmed and I was just like, cool, I'm just going to do it. My legs are in mm. fucking bits. But I was just like, all right, that's done. It's done now. Um, Cool, I need those filmed. Or, or I will go find a YouTube clip. There is one caveat I do, Um, but I think this is almost like a slight, perhaps a slight USP. Um, And I'm assuming... I don't think many people do it. Every single exercise that I give out, um, I will have uh, done a loom video with me in the corner coaching it to how I would coach it. So I'd get rid of anything. If the person's talking in the video or whatever, and it, whatever it be, like 15, I try to chop it at 45 seconds because that's all of the time I'd need to coach and go through my main points. I tend to do that um, instead of fucking doing it yourself, trying to speak to camera, talk, because guess what? I did, I well, we we did two solid weeks, basically eight days of filming on that, and that takes a long time to do uh, in terms of filming and lectures and stuff it's, like that. It and must be the it must be the worst time to value ratio I've ever oh, known. Bonkers, awful, yeah, pointless when it's already been done by larger companies. Complete waste of time. Like I've never had one in my all my years doing yeah. online coaching ever. I've had to send clients maybe one or two videos of of how I want them to do an exercise because it's unique to them that I want them to do a certain variation that I would film myself or, or something like that. But as Tom said, I use um one called functional bodybuilding. So it's a guy called Marcus Philly. He's quite big in America, I think. Marcus Philly. Um, but yeah, if you type in functional bodybuilding to YouTube, there's a channel. Um, 
And he's literally got every single exercise you could ever want to do or should want to do with people. Um, and it's just one of those 15 to 20 second videos, bit of music on, no talking, none of this like explanations of three minutes that you're struggling to find, all that sort of stuff. Um, and and I'd even throw an argument in there that, that like I said, you wouldn't need to go anywhere else. You could use his. Just you, He puts it all on YouTube, all unlisted. He's not got any sort of branding on it, really. He's not trying to steal clients. He's not gonna he's not gonna come across more knowledgeable than you if that's what you're worried about. Not that you should be, but some people might be worried about that. He just literally posts the video and that's it. And um, yeah, I, I, I recommend his all the time to, to coaches. I say, don't waste your time. I've had people say to me, Oh, I've had it priced up, it's gonna cost me a thousand pounds to get someone to yeah, do it. And I'm like, Why? Don't waste a thousand pounds on it, it's completely useless. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's what I do, is I use that one. Um it's point it's so pointless. So pointless. Yeah. Um well, that's it. Just that's what I've got to say on that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I just think people some people think it's like a, a gospel and it might help. There's probably a lot of newer coaches that sometimes listen to us or thinking about it. And it's just like, all right, take it from two people who have unfortunately been coaching for probably combined over 20 years now. Um mm. and we've never seen the need to actually sit down and do a proper one because it's just already there and there's yeah. enough trusted people in the world uh, that we're like, I like how you move. I, I, I think I trust that bit and it's fine because it's just like, all, right, all it takes is a Google. And then like, especially with something like Stridist, as soon as I embed the YouTube clip, guess what? It's under that title forever now. And it's like, bump, bump, mm-hmm. off it goes. Much like I'm sure Dan would just have like a link. Like if you look at the... I gave away, obviously, I gave away my combine uh, testing like thing. Um, and every single one of those tests, there's 13 tests in there, but each of them link to YouTube of my video, um, me talking about it. So if you want to look at how I do it, um, yeah, get get hold of that fucking uh, thing. All of mine are unlisted. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's probably about 100, 150 on there as well, just of me talking over stuff. Um, but yeah, just certain things I like to explain. But that was more basis because obviously I was doing the group coaching thing and they don't have as much interaction with me. So I needed to be as annoying to them as possible uh, as much as I could because uh, they didn't have check-ins for me to annoy them in. So, yeah. Always annoying. <laughs> I was like, how can I get my personality across these people? Um, and they don't actually have my number. This is crazy. I can't send them memes and like... I'm a gift person. I do like sending gifts to people. So relevant ones or irrelevant ones. That's fine. Wonderful, mate. Um, I normally use a variation of like CFFC or Stee from CFFC because they just do more. All the du- One of their biggest things is like they have to, they literally say 90% of your coaching is how you move. So do it fucking correctly. So they do all their videos impeccably well um and they're short and sharp like 45 seconds with a little bit of coaching but i'm like i said i take the coaching out you can keep it in it's absolutely fine um i just i'd rather them have my uh boring voice over it uh whilst they listen and listen to the exercise than uh, somebody else's there you um, go. fall asleep while they're practicing <laughs> correct um let's bring that to a close daniel that was informative in the end good well maybe maybe ish perhaps <laughs> Any other business, Daniel? Not from me. No, 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 no. No, not from me. Um, the f- uh, free combine is 
going on right now. Um, so if you're not in the group already, probably want to get on it. Um, otherwise, I'll take the I'll probably take the file down um, probably next week at some point. So if you want to do it, it's free to do. It's absolutely fine. Point of this week is a lot of people are doing it from my perspective. She already got some fucking good results from some of the people. Um, I looked at one lad's. I don't know he's a lot stronger than me. He was I, he pulled like two hundred and sixty five kilos for two on his trap bar deadlift. A bit stronger than me, and he fuck me. Um, and then he also went up other three meter broad jump. Dan, if you're in the world of S and C, you know three meters is wow. kind of a golden ticket um, for being vaguely athletic. Yeah. So yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. I and then I asked me. him. I was like, uh, "Can you send me the video of you doing your five-minute max distance test, please?" He was like, "Yeah, I didn't do that one." I was like, "Brilliant! Why didn't you do that one?" <laughs> so he did all the other ones. He was like, "Yeah, they were more fun." I was like, "Interesting. Yeah. Okay, you that don't want to do hard. the aerobic yeah. capacity one." <laughs> I was like, "It's written in there for a fucking. Po- you have to do it at some point." I was like, "I'm not going to give you the next plan." So you dickhead. Um, it's fine. We'll see. We'll see a bunch of results at the end of this week and like kind of middle way through next week. So, and obviously, I will publish the net of what everybody improves by. Um, I don't know. I'm, I haven't looked honestly yet. So, of what everybody's done through test, and most people will be through test day one or retest day one. So, it'll be interesting. Anyone wants to see? Um, yeah, I'm going to go for a overall improvement across the board of all my athletes doing this. I think we'll get a six to seven point five percent better overall. I think. Oh, see, I'd only do it if I could. If you can guarantee me ten percent, I'd do it. But... Well, we might get that. I'm just being. I'm just projecting low, so I look fantastic. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, mate. Um, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. See you later.